Welcome to this edition of On Tap, presented by FCSI The Americas. I'm Wade Kaler, Executive Director. On Tap this week, I have one of the coolest and most fun FCSI members to be around. Her infectious laugh and personality can't help but win over anyone in her presence. She's involved in our current FCSI Conference Planning Committee, where she's become an invaluable asset. Please welcome, from the great state of Tennessee, Senior Associate of Envision Strategies, Ms. Sojo Alex. Hey, Sojo. Hey, Wade. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Super excited to be here. As we get started, as you know, we like to start off with everything. We like to know from our consultant members how they got their start in this industry. So tell us a little bit about your background in food service and how you became a food service consultant. Absolutely. So when I did my grad school at Loyola University in Chicago, and um, when I was there, I started out as a student employee um, in dining, um, making quesadillas to, and pizzas, if I remember right, and including dishwashing. Good Lord. Uh, but as uh, we got more into it, um, and I was almost close to finishing my grad school, um, they hired me as a marketing assistant um, okay. for an intern um, for at, for Aramark. It was, I was working for Aramark at that point. So they hired me as a marketing assistant. And right after I graduated, I got hired by another supplier uh, as the marketing manager for University of North Florida. Um, okay. And um, as part of that, for three years, I worked around the south, more around Florida and those you know, those areas. Mm-hmm. Um, in the meantime, got married, so moved to Michigan. Um, well, my husband and I were lived apart for three years. Um, okay. And then we moved uh, to Michigan because that's where he lived. Um, okay. When I moved to Michigan, I started working for Michigan State uh, University as their brand manager uh, in culinary services. Um, and while I was there, um, you know, met Envision Strategies and uh, my team there. And so next thing you know, I was a consultant. So <laughs> here I am. <laughs> and with Envision, what are your specialties within the firm and, and not only your duties as far as what kind of consultant you are, but potentially like the segments that you really specialize in for the company? My main segment is higher education um, because I've been in the industry for almost 20 years now within higher education. Um, So yeah, so I I mainly focus on higher education. I do a lot of the background work for either healthcare or corporate if um, there is a need, but it's mostly higher ed. And what do you, you know, obviously that part of the industry has been really hit hard along with everybody else, obviously, in the food service industry. But that one went through a major transition very quickly at the beginning of COVID with all the students being there and then not being there. And now having to adapt to what the students want, not just what they can do. How has that industry and the collegiate market changed as you see it over the last couple years? And then do you see it coming out and being similar to what it was before, or do you see where uh, do you see an industry that's actually going to change permanently moving forward? Well, the collegiate market had a huge hit, as we all know, uh, because of students either being there, not being there, and expectations changing mm-hmm. um, as well, not only from students, but also from parents. Um, so one of the main things that we saw as a huge change was um, things that they've been thinking about, like technology and things that they've been thinking about, uh, that moved ahead faster mm-hmm. than they expected it to move ahead. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the big things that really affected the market um, in a positive way, let's put yeah. it that way. Um, which means, what does that mean in terms of design? What does that mean in terms of planning? So what I expect or what I'm seeing in the future is 
more planning work um, just because they've been stalled for a while. So now it's like, okay, if things have changed, if expectations have changed, right. what does that mean for the future? What, what right. are students looking for and how can I start planning? Where can I get the money to put that uh, back in there? What can I change? Yeah. So I do see a change uh, coming in the future or if, not, if it's not started already. Um, the other one we've also seen is a lot of continuous improvement because you know there's a lot of data that's missing yeah. um, because you know everyone's busy doing what they had to do every day so that's another thing that's coming up as well continuous improvement um, so we've there's definitely going to be a change a lot more yeah. thoughtful change um, and a lot of research going behind it as well nice so. Yeah, obviously your firm works with all kinds of food service industry segments, mm -hmm. but with you being the collegiate, is there anything unique that you see that's going on versus what's happening in the corporate dining world or the restaurant industry or the restaurant world, I should say? Is there anything unique that the collegiate market is seeing differently than the rest of the public? I think the involvement of parents in the students' lives is a lot more higher and it keeps going higher the more we uh, go into this industry and the more time keeps changing because in fact there was i talked to a client the other day and he said a parent um, because of all the shortage of staff and they're doing what they can a parent emailed them saying everything seems so rushed my students not getting anything to eat um, there's no love in the food anymore. So, and he's like, I'm not sure how to respond to a question that way when I'm trying to figure out how to feed everybody yeah. and, you know, keep it staffed for crying out loud, you know? So I feel like the involvement in, with parents being in their students' lives um, yeah. and seeing the value of dining on campus, right? Um, yeah. that, that That's a big, unique thing rather than at restaurants or corporate market for yeah. that matter. Is there a favorite project you've got or maybe a couple favorite projects you've worked on in your life that you are so proud of? Ooh, two. Uh, two of my favorite projects are uh, Butler University, and that got, that was featured in the showcase, Project Showcase, mm -hmm. uh, last year. And the other one is Appalachian State. Uh, that will be featured in 2022. So nice. uh, those are two of my favorite universities. Uh, projects and both were dining master plans. I love okay. doing dining master plans. Um, so uh, Butler being more of a contracted account and how that helped change once we put the master plan together, um, you know, how that changed their whole perspective yeah. and the student experience as well. And sure. App State, we did their master plan. And uh, right now they're in the process of going from all retail to some residential dining as well which they've never done in their oh wow you know in their past which is a big thing which includes a lot of you know construction and design yeah. and uh, changing their meal plans and it's a big investment for them so those are two of my favorite plans the clients were excellent so nice. oh so that th those are two of my favorite projects okay now i don't know if most people know this about you but you recently became a, an official U.S. citizen, passed the yes. exam and everything. What did that mean to you to, to pass the exam and then get that honor of, of doing what you set out to do? Wow, Wade, that's a whole story in itself. My life is full of stories and miracles, yeah. let me put it that way. So getting your citizenship after waiting for 18 years, I came here as a student. 
um, and then changing my visa to a work employment visa from there to getting a green card and waiting another five years to apply for a citizenship and waiting for another three years to get it. It took me 18 years to become a U.S. citizen. Um, I'm in my early 40s. Um, and because although I'm an, I was an Indian citizen, I was born and brought up in Bahrain in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've never voted in my life because I was a non-resident Indian. Mm-hmm. So to vote for the first time in my 40s, <laughs> it was, was probably the biggest thing ever. Just um, And that's that was the biggest thing to me as well. Nice. Uh, you know, just being a US citizen and just, yeah. you know, instead of actually sitting and discussing what politics is all about and all that stuff to actually go and make help make a decision that yeah. was big for me. For someone who's been through it and waiting for so long, it's it means a lot. So, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Who who uh, has been your greatest influence in your professional life? Okay, so there have been multiple people um, in my professional life, and I can't pinpoint on one because I'm a learner. I I take stuff from different people and that's and that influences me um i was just telling someone a story of how this it was kind of a negative situation but it totally changed uh my perspective um this was when i was just up and coming in my career um all into marketing food marketing and all that stuff um i saw this lady who you know changed all of marketing for one of the universities that i was working for read her book listen to all her, you know, um, speeches and, you know, any presentations, all that stuff, because I was a fan. Um, I loved what she did. I looked up to her. Uh, finally, I got to see her live one day. And again, just up and coming, yep. you know, I was just starstruck. Uh, I go up to her and I don't know what questions to ask right after the whole thing. So I go up to her and I'm like, you know, um, I loved it. I love what you've done. This is great. You know, I want to be like you when I grow up type of thing. And random stupid question. I love what you're wearing today. Um, and, <laughs> you know, it was stupid, but in my, I just don't know what to say. And so I love what you're wearing today. I'm like, where'd you get that from? That dress is beautiful. And something she said really struck me at that point negatively. But she said, I got it from somewhere that you can't afford it. And that broke my heart um, because it brought back a lot of memories of like how hard I worked to get here. Um, You know, coming here as an international student is expensive as heck. My parents letting me go uh, from their arms to a country that we didn't even know anyone, to a city we didn't know anyone, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, and trusting me when I was 22 to come here doing so. But I took that, all that stuff, and I broke my heart at that point. But that's when it struck me that it is important to be kind because you don't know what someone's background is, right? So be there as a mentor, be there, be kind, um, do what you can do to help. Uh, people to get up there in their career. Yeah. Uh, now that I'm saying that I can afford that dress right now, I can probably afford it or not, but that's not the point. Yeah. The point is the lesson that I learned from there. So it always comes back to me, um, you know, every time I think about something or when I'm talking to people and stuff yeah. like that. So um, it's, that's why it's so important for me. So Nice. What's one thing about Sojo that no one would ever guess? Ooh. One thing about me, I'm an open book, uh, so <laughs> I'm trying to think what would it be. Anything that I do, could it be anything? Anything. One, it could be a hobby, it could be a secret, it could be whatever you want it to be, something that nobody would ever Ooh. guess about you. 
Here, I gotta show you this. I'm a knitter. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. I knit. <laughs> I knit. I um, I'm also I also do CrossFit. Uh, I've been doing that for six years now. That is my one hour of going away and. Uh, being strong in something else, being an example to my kids as well, yeah. that you have time to do other things. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, and I play table tennis. I don't think anyone knows about that. Hmm. Okay. Uh, there we go. <laughs> May have to have that at the next conference planning meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is, and you've kind of alluded to it just a minute ago, but I'd like to expand on a little bit. What's one piece of advice you'd give to anyone thinking of becoming a food service consultant? Oh, have an open um, mind to learn because one of the things that I, you know, when I was thinking of becoming a consultant, um, one of the things I did ask my boss at that time was, I don't know everything about food service, right? He's like, yeah. no, neither does anyone. Yeah. <laughs> this is why you keep, nobody knows, nobody's an expert, you know, right. it's, um, and, you know, but one thing, keep an open mind to learn. Um, it's okay to say no. Uh, I don't know, but let me connect you to the right people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's one big uh, advice uh, okay. to learn. Second thing is don't stress out. It's just kitchens at the end of the day. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, it's, oh, it's like I tell everyone, it's only chicken nuggets and kitchens. I mean, calm down. So there's nothing <laughs> much to stress about. So, um, you know, so those are two things. Very good. Well, that's all the formal questions I've got for you. But as you know, I've got some fun questions we like to end every interview with. So I've got a set of would you rather questions I'd like to go through with you just to kind of peel back the curtain on Sojo's mind and dig deep to see what kind of personality we're dealing with there. So the the first one I've got is would you rather have the ability to move things with your mind or the ability to read minds? Ability to read minds. Okay. Golly, that would be great. (laughs) I'm actually shocked at that because of the Star Wars fan that you are, that you wouldn't want to be able to move things with your mind like a Jedi. I know, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But but I still want to read minds. Read minds. minds. I agree. Would you rather be forced to sing along with or forced to dance to every song you hear? I would like to dance. Have you heard me sing? Good gosh. (laughs) No. (laughs) Would you rather be chronic? Chronically underdressed or overdressed? Underdressed or overdressed? I am an overdressed fan only because okay. let me put it this way: I'm always cold, so I even have a room heater going on, and it's seventy degrees outside. So, I'm, <laughs> you know, so yeah, overdressed. Would you rather have universal respect or unlimited power? <gasps> it's all about power questions. Um, I'll go with universal respect. Would you rather never be able to go out during the day or never be able to go out during the night? During the night. I like my daytime. <laughs> I'm enough. flat out at 930, man. Like, I don't know <laughs> what happens at night. Would you rather lounge by the pool or lounge on the beach? Pool. I'm not a beach fan. Okay. <gasps> Would you rather wear the same socks for a month or same underwear for a week? Socks. Okay. <laughs> would you ra- would you rather spend a week in the forest or a night in a real haunted house? You know, most of the ha- haunted houses I've been to are gory, and there's a lot of screaming going on. If it's one of those sp- spirit-filled type of thing, then that's fine. But I'd rather do the forest. 
Okay. Uh, and I've been watching a lot of the survival skills thing, so I think I can I think I can manage. So the zombie apocalypse, we need to come find you. In the forest. Yeah. Up on In a tree. Yeah. <laughs> Unless I'm a zombie already, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather get a paper cut every time you turn a page or bite your tongue every time you eat? Oh, paper cut. Oh my gosh, no. Paper cut. <laughs> Would you rather sip aviation gin with Ryan Reynolds? Or shoot tequila with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Because I like Dwayne, <laughs> I'm going to do the tequila. Right. Would you rather have skin that changes color based on your emotions or tattoos that appear all over your body depicting what you did the day before? Tattoos because I wear my emotions on my face already. So, okay. Would you rather be beautiful and stupid or unattractive but a genius? I'm going to leave an answer to you guys. You better oh. be right. <laughs> <All> right. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't care. Stu oh. Genius. Let's speak for him. <laughs> All right. Would you rather only eat pizza for a year or not be able to eat any pizza for five years? Any pizza. I'm not a big fan, pizza fan. I'm not sure we can be friends any longer. No. Um, Depends on where the pizza is from. So, no, yeah. you can't back out now. Hey. <laughs> would you rather give up cursing forever or give up eating desserts for 10 years cursing forever okay it takes a lot for me to curse <laughs> so yeah and the last one i've got for you would you rather go backstage with your favorite band or be an extra on your favorite tv show i want to be an extra you know what i want to do i want to be an extra dancer in a bollywood uh dance thing nice. movie okay because I can't dance, so that's that's the reason why I'm here. <laughs> well, perfect. Before I let you go, how can people find out more about you and uh, your firm? You can always reach uh, out to us at www.envstrategies.com and click on Sojo and you'll see how to find me there. Perfect. Well, that wraps yeah. up this edition of Tap, presented by FCSI The Americas. A huge thank you to Sojo for joining us today. We can't do this show without members like you. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe to the show wherever you find your favorite podcast and turn on those notifications so you don't miss out on any future episodes. But until then, cheers. Cheers.